You're listening to Nectar, sweet musings for your creative soul. And now, your host, Stacy Maney. Today's episode is near and dear to my heart. I get to talk to Dr. Robin Arthur about how we parent right now after the pandemic and with all of the other things that are unfolding in the world at this time. And I love this conversation because it can be applied to parents. It can be applied to, you know, how you parent yourself. If you're not, if you don't have children of your own, then maybe it's how you are working with that inner child within you that doesn't go away and that that needs attention throughout our whole life. Either way, either way you want to look at it, or if you want to consider both as you listen to this episode, Dr. Robin has just so much beautiful wisdom to share and practices that you can start putting into place now that will really shift the mindset you have around parenting and empower your whole family. You know, this gets to start in the home. And Dr. Robin gives us a really beautiful path to start walking this path back to peace, not just with ourselves, but with our children. Dr. Arthur has several decades of experience providing transformative solutions for individuals and organizations in business and healthcare, nationally and internationally. She was the chief of psychology at the Lindner Center of Hope, a premier mental health hospital, and she has over 25 years of vast experience working with children and families that's resulted in significantly improved mental health and family relationships. She practices from a holistic and strength-based model rather than a disease model to support optimal outcomes, and spirituality is infused in all of her work. And recently, Dr. Arthur was guided to shift back to her work to reach out to families and really support them with the mental health crisis going on with children. She's hoping that her new masterclass and her free offering will serve as a resource for you and parents everywhere. And so sit back, maybe grab a sketchbook to take some notes and notice how what she shares can begin to shift, you know, some old paradigms and invite you into new, more peaceful ways to parent yourself and your children. Enjoy. Welcome back to Nectar. I am sitting here with a family friend, Robin, who technically Dr. Robin. <laughs> <laughs> but Robin, you've been part of my extended family almost my whole life. I realized you were actually there during dance classes with me. Yeah, right. I, I was thinking about getting ready for this day. I thought I taught her dance class. Right. So <laughs> right. it's so beautiful that we're connecting now. And right. you recently reached out for me to do a painting for you. Yes. To go behind an e-course you're creating. Yes. And I love it. It's beautiful. Awesome. Thank yeah. you for doing that. And we'll have to share that in the in the show notes for this one. Okay. Okay. But yeah, no, so you are creating a post-pandemic parenting class. And it just seemed like what you were creating in the world was so mm-hmm. connected to what I'm creating too. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so happy that you get to be here and share your wisdom with us today. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be with you. And so I guess my first question is, you know, if if you want to give like a quick intro of your work Mm -hmm. and what's kind of led you to this class in particular. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, well, my work over the years has always involved kids of, at some level, whether it be I was a dance teacher early on, and then I worked in a pediatric practice for nine years, and then I became a child and adolescent and adult psychologist. So, um, so I've always kind of been in helping parents with their kids. Um, prior to the pandemic, I got away from that work a little bit, but um, after everything that happened with the pandemic, and I kept reading all of these articles about the mental health crisis in children and experiencing it even in my own practice where people were calling and trying to have their children seen and none of us had room to fit them in. And I kept saying, well, somebody will help, somebody will help. And then I kept hearing God say, it's you, Robin. (laughs) So I thought, okay, I have to do this. And as soon as I settled in my heart, like this is my next piece of work for a little while, the ideas just started flowing. How can I help parents? And so really stepped out of my comfort zone and said, I'm going to create a digital course, (laughs) which was not at all what I had ever done. So it's been a journey, but I just feel so, um, so truly blessed to have the knowledge to share with parents in, in this course. So, yeah. But and what kind of things have you been seeing in the last couple of years, like issues mm-hmm. that families have been facing or? Sure. Um, well, you know, even the statistics I read last week said that the mental health crisis is four times greater right now than before the pandemic in kids. And fortunately, seven, uh, nine out of 10 Americans believe there is a mental health crisis going on. So the awareness is there. It's just the resources aren't there to help. So um, I'm seeing kids who are depressed, who are anxious. You know, if we think about the pandemic, it's, it's been a trauma for all of us. And for children who had really never had a trauma before, they just didn't have the resilience that we thought they had. So I think helping them build the resilience and deal with their stress, because if we deal with the stress, it doesn't lead to anxiety and depression. So for me, I've always been a big stress management proponent, but for kids especially right now to deal with it early on and then give parents the tools they may not have, or they have the tools, but they don't have the words for them. So this class is going to give them words to use to trigger the brain in the kids, which will be great cues and just lead to health and um, calm in the home. So it won't just help the child, it'll help the whole family be calm. Yeah. Yeah. As a parent, I have two young children and it feels like an open wound right Mm -hmm. now. Like I I was reflecting on it this morning. I felt so many emotions because it it was like, yeah, I can do parenting. I've learned a lot. I've been a mom for four years, but this has been so big. Right. It just feels like it's been bigger than all of us. It it is so much bigger than all of us. And and now we're adding to it with the war Mm -hmm. and kids worrying about the war. So I think there's definitely a wound that keeps being scratched. Mm-hmm. So we need to keep putting salve on it with our skills and our, our mindfulness practices and everything. Well, and that leads me to my next question. What kind of psychology or practices are, is this e-course <clears throat> rooted in that you're creating? So as a psychologist, I always want to be offering what we call evidence-based treatment. So treatment that's been researched and used and shown to be effective. So I'm going to be infusing cognitive behavioral therapy and dialectical behavior therapy. 
So cognitive behavioral therapy, most people know about. Dialectical behavior therapy is another form of cognitive behavioral therapy. And in the course, I teach a little bit about each of those just so parents know exactly what they would be using. And then I also infuse positive psychology into everything I do because uh, Dr. Martin Seligman, who created positive psychology, really wanted to see psychology from a strength-based perspective rather than a disease model. And I just was so drawn to that because I, I don't like the labels we often use in psychology. So positive psychology gives me a whole nother language to talk with people about moving forward through stressful situations or transitions in life in a healthy, positive way. So that will be throughout my course will be cognitive behavioral therapy, dialectical behavior therapy, and positive psychology, and a lot of mindfulness. Right, all the mindfulness. All the mindfulness. (laughs) And while I don't specifically address spirituality, everything I do is infused with spirituality. I have been a really spiritually based person since very early in my childhood, and especially through my teenage years, so and waxed and waned throughout my life but I I really feel now that everything I do is just it's God channeling me like the St. Francis I'm the instrument of God in the world so yeah no I feel that myself it's like to be that channel for love and peace and then what what you need to move through as the channel yourself right and and I felt the same because everything is so big it's like, well, to me, I, I've had no choice but to go back to the higher powers and spirit right. and just to be led in a different way, which I think it's so cool that you've been led back to the children right now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so when we're looking at strength-based perspective, instead mm-hmm. of looking at illnesses and diseases, how, what would the approach look like that's different mm-hmm. than it is today? Yeah. So when I'm really looking... What I look for is the strength in the person and that they may have really pushed aside or forgotten because they see themselves as I'm stressed or I'm anxiety or I'm depression. And I say, no, you're not. You're Mary or you're Sam. That's who you are. So tell me what you love about yourself and what your passion is so we can use your passion or in positive psychology, the flow of your passion to bring you out of the stress and anxiety and depression. Because when you're living in your flow, you're happy and you're connected to your higher power. So, yeah. And how do we get to that beautiful flow? Because I feel that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I think knowing yourself, right? Uh, Doing mindfulness practices, Um, taking care of symptoms of stress, anxiety, depression, and really taking care of yourself in a true body, mind, spirit way, which is how I practice psychology and helping people deal with their, their, their mind, their emotions, and their spiritual self um, is what gets you into your flow and keeps you there. And so what kind of things do you find in your patients What are the things that block them from their strength? Judgment is one. Judgment of themselves, other people judging them, judgment of the world. Um, One of the things about dialectical behavior therapy, Dr. Marshall Linehan created it and really infused the non-judgment into it. And when I teach it, 
people suddenly realize, oh my gosh, I'm so much more judgmental, judgmental than I thought I was. And so if you're judgmental of yourself, of course you're not seeing your strengths. So really getting to a place of non-judgment moves us into our strengths and helps us see other people's strengths and the strengths of the world and the gifts of the world. And then it changes our whole perspective. So, Okay, so beyond this course, you know, I know this is a small part of the work you're doing in the world right. and what you've done so far. What is your bigger vision? Yeah. So you're right. This is a small piece of what I, I am doing because um, I have so many businesses, but I'm really focusing my time and energy on this right now because of the need out there for parents and for kids and I can't overlook that anymore. So my hope is that people will take the class, people will encourage their friends to take the class, and that by more and more parents taking part in this class and other things that I will offer through my positive parenting support group, um, that health and wellness will come to families, which will automatically change our world. So we have to reach our families right now and get to these children. And and give them hope of a brighter future coming than what they've been experiencing. And secondary to that, positive psychology teaches all about building resilience and building resilience and building resilience. And so if we have happier, calmer, resilient families, think of what that would do just for our country. So that's my hope, is that I can be one piece of that change for families moving forward and then through the positive parenting support group they will find each other and other people will come to me and and will partner and we really will grow a movement here of healthy families that are uh, emotionally calm and stable and resilient yes I love that yes yeah. please to all yeah. of that <laughs> yes please <laughs> yeah I've noticed how much it matters what we do in our home and I think that's kind of the hard part is like you want to blame these outside forces when things go wrong or when right. things just feel way out of your control. And it's like, well, the home is one thing that I can control. Right. And so I guess how my question is, how would a parenting system look or a parenting attitude? You know, like let's maybe let's fast forward 10 years down the road mm-hmm. and parents have listened. They've they've really yeah. taken all this to mm-hmm. heart. What would the home look like then compared to what it looks like now? Uh, well, first and foremost, we'd have less phones in our hand. <laughs> so there's a piece in my course about the, the actual data findings of what these phones are doing to our children, particularly ages 11 to 15. So, so we'd have less phones in our hands. We'd be spending more one-on-one time with our families really, you know, the way it was before all the technology existed. We don't ever want to get rid of our technology. I don't ever want anybody to hear me say get rid of technology, but give it its place and time in your family so that all the relationships develop and grow and, um, and your family would know it, would, it can survive anything. You know, I just cried the other day. I watched this Ukrainian mother talking with her child, with her in this TV interview having just escaped, and she said, um, I have to stay strong. My child has to see me strong. And by doing that for your children, you're keeping them from being fearful and teaching them that we will deal with this. And so 10 years from now, your children will know we can deal with anything. 
I personally, as a child, can deal with anything that comes my way because I have the, the knowledge base to do that and the support of my family. So my family's not falling apart. We're sticking together and growing stronger and stronger. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's, yeah. the word coming to mind is presence. Yes, have presence. absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. So is there a practice or anything you want to offer that people could you know, do today and maybe apply mm-hmm. to their sure. lives? Um, there's a mindfulness practice I use when I teach uh, my classes, my DBT classes especially. And so right now, a lot of people have worries going on, right? And so I just tell them to close their eyes. So go ahead and close your eyes, and and I'll do this a little shorter than normal, but I'll give you the idea of how you use this practice. And maybe some people have heard it, but it'll be a good reminder. So if you close your eyes and picture that you're sitting by a bubbling creek, it's a beautiful sunny day. There's trees around you. You can hear the birds singing. You're listening to the creek. There's a lovely breeze. You can feel your hair blow a little. You can almost hear God talking. But you got these worries going on. And they're sitting in your head and you're ruminating. Then you notice these leaves passing you in the creek. And I want you to take one of those worries and put it on a leaf and let it float away. Watch it just float past. When another worry pops up, find another leaf. Put that worry on the leaf and let it float away. And another worry on another leaf. And just continue to do that until you feel lighter. Knowing that you don't have to hold on to your worries. And when you feel light, take another nice, deep, calming breath. And when you're ready, open your eyes. Yeah. I could spend a lot of time right there. (laughs) I know. A lot of leaves going down. A lot of leaves going down. (laughs) Goodbye. And unfortunately, some of them come back every once in a while. Right. But that's okay. You can sit by that creek again and let them float away. Right. It's like the Marie Kondo, like, thank you and goodbye. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay. Well, yeah, that's that's such a a great reminder. I've never done that practice before. Oh, good. So I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just want to give you a minute before we wrap up here to talk about your masterclass. And then Robin also has a free gift to give. And we'll have links to all these on the show notes on the blog. Yeah. So um, my free webinar is called Five Mistakes Parents Make with Their Stressed Out Child. So it'll be a nice introduction to some of the things that we do as parents and we think we're doing the right thing but it just isn't working. So, and I always say uh, it's the no judgment zone. I've done every one of these mistakes. <laughs> I raised four kids and I've made all of these mistakes, but it's a nice reminder of, oh, maybe I should do this instead. So that's a free webinar. And then my class, Post-Pandemic Parenting, uh, which thank you for putting the links up, is a three module class 
They're each about an hour long. And if you buy the class, you have lifetime um, access to the class. So just because you buy it now doesn't mean you have to finish it in three weeks. So you'll have access to it. And I made it very understandable. I kept all the psycho jargon out and just made it. I, I'm teaching it just like I would do if, if your child was in my office so that you can do that with your child. And I do have to say it's an educational class. I'm not giving psychotherapy in this class. I'm not, so I'm teaching, not treating. But uh, you will be able to teach your children these skills and you will learn a lot about emotions and um, how to deal with emotions while you're taking the class. So I think, and then in between some of the modules, I'll be doing a live question and answer session through Zoom. And then all of those things will be posted. So anybody who buys the class really gets about uh, six modules between the Q&As and the actual content of uh, information from me. And then they get automatic membership in a Facebook group for the parents who took the class. And they get signed up for the Positive Parenting on Purpose. So... That's huge. The yeah, huge it's support. huge. I just, you know, I just wanted to put as much out there as I could to get parents started. And maybe you start it while you're waiting in line to get into a therapist. Or you start it because you don't want your children to develop, to develop all these other things. So they're actually skills anybody can use. So That's what I'm thinking. Yes. I'm like, we could also parent ourselves. <laughs> you, even you will if you be don't. parenting yourself while yes. you're taking the course. But uh, yes, so, so you'll learn, your child will learn, and, and your family will learn together. And you'll have a language to use as a family by using mm. these skills. Wow. The power of language. Yes. yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. And so if you had to say there was one medicine that, mm-hmm. you know, metaphorical medicine that was interwoven in all of these teachings mm-hmm. that you're offering and what you've been doing, what would that medicine be? Mm a good question I originally thought non-judgment and of course non-judgment is a powerful powerful medicine um, and it, non-judgment leads to love so it, the non-judgment opens your heart to be able to fully love so how can that be bad medicine right <laughs> so non-judgment leading to a full depth of love but if you just want to imagine for a moment all the parents in front of you Mm. with their children and if you're like standing on top of a mountain to share this information or offer a prayer what would you what would you say right now Mm. that you wanted to get across yeah um i want to tell parents that uh You have what you need inside of you to help your children. My class is guidance to use what's inside of you. And so you are already an empowered parent. And this knowledge will just supercharge your powers already. So you can help your children heal and be resilient and and realize their most joyful life with you in the family. And so I, I just hope and pray that all of the knowledge in my course just flows through all the parents who take it to, uh, to new parents as well. Yeah. And, and I would thank them for letting me be part of that journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a powerful, very important journey mm-hmm. that we kind of need to circle back to. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Give it a little more attention, I'd yeah. say. Yeah. 
Right. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for being with us, Robin. Yeah. And I'll make sure we have all the links on the on the blog. And yeah, guys, check out the class and yeah, can follow just... me and mm-hmm. spread the word for me. Yeah. You know, I haven't done a lot of spreading of the word. <laughs> so because I've been so busy treating patients. Right. Right. So I really need help getting the word out would would be a gift back to me that I would so appreciate. Yeah. No, I love picturing like just this, you know, with the war, with the pandemic, all mm-hmm. these things, I picture this huge tidal wave, yes. uh, like just <laughs> love and light that is just completely unexpected for all of these people like you who are rising up right now and, and offering this to the world. So yeah, thank you for being one of those people. Yeah. No, I. it's my pleasure. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Nectar. Go to stacymaney.com and subscribe to get show updates, opportunities to go deeper, and inspiration sent straight to your inbox.